And I think I've I think I've also been able to get rid of the worries and the doubts. I think with most creative processes, doubt sneaks in uh, extremely fast and almost very aggressive. Mm-hmm. Or we were able to make the adjustment to the new thoughts because I would say I'm an actor, and then my next thought would be like. <laughs> That would literally be the next thought. Welcome back to Run the Layers. I'm your host, Creative Bobby. And on this episode, I have the multi-hyphenate. That's the only way I can like describe you because you be doing so much stuff. Like you be hosting, you you a musician, you be acting, you be presenting, you like you be doing all kinds of stuff. Justin Moore, how are you doing? I'm doing well, my brother. I'm doing well, Big Brother Six. Thank you for having me on. Listen, when I was like, putting together this podcast and you know you've been on my list you know because when you think creativity like you are one of the most creative brothers that I know in life full stop it don't feel that way all the time but reflecting back on my life I do have to consider a few more things that I did than than I give myself credit for Mm -hmm. that's real that's real so (laughs) because it's like Oh, I could go deep into what you just said, but I want to wait because I feel like it's going. Yeah, let's wait. Down. That was the, that was the teaser. That was the <laughs> teaser for the whole for everything that I'm about to say. That was the teaser right there. <laughs> so tell me, what is creativity to you, and how do you use it in your life? Okay, to me, creativity is the act of conscious manifestation. Mm. Or manifest manifesting conscious manifesting uh manifesting where i am in the act of bringing something into the material realm with my hands through my mind or through my voice, or through my, or through my instrument, with my instrument itself. Yes, something didn't exist. And after I moved my body parts, it existed. Mm. That's real. Uh, And that is what, to me, that's what creativity is. And the things that happen in my mind that then become the, course of action that I take uh, and what else I've done in my mind to allow that creative engine, creative faculty of my mind to go into action and how I direct it as well as how I receive uh, information that comes from the thoughts that I've had on my own. If that mm. makes sense. I'll think something, and then sometimes you have to be in the act of waiting for the answer to come from yourself. Uh, and and I think the people who are the most present, I think the people that we know and we you know call them the highest creators, I think they're have been really strong about sending energy out and listening to the energy that comes back and then letting it flow out of them. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. And I'm trying to get better at that. I want to get better at doing that. Mm. 
that's real that's that's real because like a common thread has been um when i have guests on the show like to talk about like making nothing into something but i feel like your perspective of the things that you take in is very interesting because like yeah how you take how you taking how do you take information in yes and how does that affect you like so we can look at the same thing and come up with different things like somebody come might be something thing. and be yeah. like oh i'm gonna write this piece of music or i'm gonna do this logo or i'm gonna write this play like it's so many different ways we can interpret so I've, it's so many different ways you can interpret and in so many different ways based on your interpretation you then proceed to have output mm. in whatever in whatever form that is that you the other thing about creation creativity is that I thought of this is what I really wanted to say each of us has I think the whole purpose of existence conscious existence is to create mm -hmm. and each of us who are able to uh, use our consciousness have been endowed with some sort of personal ability where we can create from. Does that make sense? Yeah, like we have each, because I firmly believe each of us has the capacity to create something. Something, something. That will affect someone else. And then this yeah. kind of wraps into your intake perspective because we oftentimes, and it makes sense to think about, okay, I created this thing and I put it out. Yeah. The thing that we tend to not think about as much as a society is you doing that, your creation becomes somebody else's inspiration. Like, inspiration. oh, yes. And we have all been inspired by our highest creators mm -hmm. who themselves were inspired by something. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, and we are living at a great time where we get to control the things that we're inspired by. Um, internet, e everything is everything is available, uh, which is really scary, but that's not what we're talking about. Um, but this year when I was doing report cards for my students uh, in the music class I taught, some of the parents, I left notes like, you should test your child out in every form of performance. Mm. This is a creative child. You have a creative personality in this little tiny person and you should just have them test out everything because we don't know what they're going to be good at. But whatever mm. it is that they decide to be good at it, they're going to be good at it. Mm. Uh, whether that be doing musicals, playing the trumpet or cooking. You know what I mean? Um, and I think each of us should have done that for ourselves. And I think and now it's less it's like you said everything's more available now because internet yeah. kind of blew everything up and now the barrier for entry is the lowest now than it's ever been yes exactly but at the same time people can sometimes get intimidated because of the just the amount that they see they think well i can't add myself into that because there's oh, a billion people already doing what i do that's a and that's a scary thought man and I think New York helped me to, to, to change my thought about that. Uh, 
in in New York, you can't really like join a certain kind of group because there's so many people. You literally have to be yourself. Mm. You have to be yourself. And then once you become yourself, you find all the people who match. Mm. Mm. But there's so many options to choose from. In a lot of places, there's like two groups and you pick one. Mm. <laughs> and that's that. And you just do the best you can. But in New York, there was so many different possibilities that I had to start being very specific about my choices, about what I wanted, which helped me frame who I was and what I was going to do and how I, how I was going to dress and how I was going to like frame my life around what it is I wanted to do. Mm. Uh, and the more specific I got about that, the more things changed around me. Mm. So what? But now of- we, I feel like we. I feel like that would. Are we good for time? <laughs> oh, we. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah, I was gonna ask. Like, so what? What are your? What you got in the kitchen right now? Like, what do you have? How are you using your creativity right now? So with everything we just said, I am hyper focused on uh, film and TV, mm. and. And actually, ho- hosting and emceeing, I'm I'm hyper focused on those two areas of my life right now. Um, I think my gifts that I've been given allow me to have success in those two areas. Just on the way my life has been from birth to now. Um, which really allowed, helped me get real, get real certain on my choice. You know what I mean? I have the tools for this. I have the tools for this. Let's not go play with any more tools right now. Let's just play with these tools, (laughs) you know? Uh, and to be honest, New York made me do that too. Uh, cause in New York, You didn't have time to play. If you tried to play with more tools, you wasn't going to be good at none of the tools. You had to pick the two tools you had, and that's what you got right now. Figure this out. There's no time to switch tools, Mm. Uh, which I I really enjoyed that. But so it's, I'm hyper-focused on those two things. Um, I just finished a project for uh, a short film that I'm very proud of that is about to do like the uh, film festival circuit um this past year i've been doing some of my lb's weddings as the host um singing in the wedding and then hosting the reception uh i have a skill set for that it's a very specific skill set i didn't know it was and now i treat myself and i treat the me treating myself as this as if it's a skill has made me treat myself different and has made me respond to people differently. Uh, and I'm really enjoying that. I'm really enjoying it. That's very important. And that's like, I encourage all my mm-hmm. friends to, I encourage all my friends to do that because mm-hmm. I have a friend who's a writer. But for a while he was like, he wouldn't call himself that. Like if you, if you told him he was a writer, he would like recoil because 
nah, I don't really consider myself that because what I think of a writer is up here and I'm not exactly. there yet. I understand that. Not knowing that you have to, you have to be the first one to be like, I am this. I am this. You have to be the first one. Because therefore, that's going to change. Like, it's like if you're trying to, like somebody's trying to get fit, somebody's trying to be an athlete or something. If you don't consider yourself an athlete, then you're going to be like, well, that's what athletes do. So I'm not going to do that. So I'm not going to commit to that. But if you're like, I'm an athlete, your brain switches to, oh, well, this is what I do at this time because this is what I'm doing. This is who I am. So once, who you, I am. What you, once you tie what you're trying to do with your actual identity, like I am this. Right. Period. changes the whole perspective. And, and see, this is what I mean by conscious manifestation. Because part of our re part of being who we are now allows me to think the thoughts that will inspire all the thoughts afterwards. Exactly. And it wasn't for me until, because when I decided to become an actor, almost 15 years ago, when I specifically said, I'm acting now, you know what I mean? I had to go through that. I want to be an actor. I want to be an actor. I want to be an actor. And then everybody around me go, he's going to aspire to be an actor. One day, he's going to be an actor. Um, I had to change that about myself. And I had to start saying to myself, I am an actor. And I had to start re repeating it so that all of my thoughts after I am an actor would do I am an actor things. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. I would then need to be in this play because I am an actor. I need to go meet these people because I am an actor. I need to go over here with these people because I am an actor. And then the way I started treating people different is people like, he wants to be an actor. I, like, I am an actor. <laughs> mm -hmm. He's an aspiring actor. No, 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 I, I'm an actor now. Mm -hmm. And I started doing that 15 years ago. Um, and I continue to state that statement the same way. Mm -hmm. One one thing that I'm battling with that I think moving to LA is going to change is that for a little while I got shaky with saying I'm an, I am a musician. Uh, because I kind of, in New York, when I had to choose, that was one of the tools that I had to put to the side, you know? But I also understand that with focused, uh, conscious manifestation, I can start to say, I'm a musician and then do the things that they do because I am one of those. Mm -hmm. uh, and I also know that I have been given the tools to succeed. I just haven't touched the tools in a while. I need to go touch the tools. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then equal sign. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and I think, I've, I think I've also been able to get rid of the worries and the doubts. I think with most creative processes, doubt sneaks in uh, extremely fast and almost very aggressive mm -hmm. before we were able to make the adjustment to the new thoughts. Because I would say I'm an actor and then my next thought would be like, 
That would literally be the next thought. You ain't been to no plays. And then the person beside me would go, he wants to be an actor. Oh, she's right. You ain't an actor. You know what I mean? Uh, and so I had to get real aggressive to defending myself from that type of language, specifically inside my own mind. Uh, and that changed. That also changed a whole lot about my active creative process. And the fact that I know right now, I am actively still creating the thing that I am doing mm. is happening literally right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You are also doing it right now. At this moment, right now, you are in with me. I am a part of your active, active, conscious, creative moment. It is happening now. Mm -hmm. And soon it will have happened. And then when you walk into the world, now you have the experience of, of current moment, as well as the proof of current moment. Um, to now respond to the new note to the new moment, you know what I mean. And that's the and process. all of that is the creative process that I think um, isn't really isn't necessarily taught anymore. And because of all the gizmos and, ga and gadgets, our mental brain power is separated so frequently between so many different things mm -hmm. that um, a lot of distractions. A lot of distractions and a lot of distractions that keep our mind from having focused thought in one direction for an amount of time. The, the only difference between like Aristotle and John Coltrane and uh, Charlie Parker for most people is time. Mm. You know what I mean? Charlie Parker practiced some, from eight to 13 hours a day. Mm. That kind of time don't exist right now. <laughs> for most for the mass of people right. you know what I'm saying? i don't know how he got fed that day i don't know what rent he's paying with a day where he can string multiple days in a row of that you know what i mean uh time is very precious and now I'm, i've i've really started to understand how time plays a role in the act of creating uh that is another thing that's making me make different choices Mm, mm. So I want to ask how those choices turning out as far as your creative output. So what is your what is your favorite creation by you? And what is your favorite creation by somebody else? I had a hard time with my favorite creation by me. Um, but I have a highlighted moment. I have two highlighted moments that some of my biggest moments and when i was when i at ant in 2008 i was the scarecrow in the woods it was my first step back on stage from my acting and singing perspective and every single night i was like this is it right here this is it and every single night on stage, I felt myself eagerly giving 110% of everything I had every moment. The whole time, I was like this. The whole time. <laughs> I was like, that's me. And then at the end of it, people clapped. 
I love doing it. I think I'm good at it. And I got confirmation. It was a wrap. It was a wrap. Um, and it, The Wiz is my childhood favorite movie. And when I saw the audition for it at a &T, it was like a slow motion moment in time. And I said, I got to do it. You know, uh, so that was one. And then I almost went off a tangent. And the one, the other one that I was going to add to it, I forgot. <laughs> yeah, it happens. Yeah, it happens. It'll be, I'll pop it up after this next question. <laughs> so what's your favorite creation by somebody else? This was a weird, this was something weird too for me. Uh, because initially I just said music. <laughs> I didn't know how to narrow it down from the word music. Uh, and too many people had a part in that. Um, and then I said the saxophone. Mm. And someone made that. Mm. And I don't know, I don't know how they did it. I don't know the idea that made it happen. And then just all the other instruments. I, who, the trumpet, and who figured that out? And how did they decide that they was going to make it look like that? It just blows my mind. It's that it's still one of the highest forms of technology to me. And the crazy thing, now I'm gonna go on a tangent because now that you say that, when you said saxophone, my mind immediately thought, so way back in the day, somebody was like, I'm gonna make a saxophone. And somebody was like, you know what? I'm gonna make a trumpet. No, and no, 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 no. Real quick, they wasn't like, I'm gonna make a trumpet. They was like, I'm gonna make this thing that blows notes out. Right, right. So what? it wasn't even like fully formed at the moment. It wasn't fully like, formed at that moment. They was like, I'm about to, there's this way that if I do, I think I do this and I do this, different sounds will come out. And just that nugget of an idea. Yes. Fast forward many, 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 many years. Trumpet, jazz, John Coltrane, uh, uh, clarinets and tubas and marching band <laughs> and then us at a and t and then and then and me at a and t like just just it's just an example of how somebody's just seed of an idea and then them just saying i'm not gonna let it live up here i'm gonna figure it out it's going I, from for it will go from here to existence mm -hmm. And I didn't know, I just recently watching the jazz podcast, I didn't know that the, the saxophone had been around for a really long time. And people used to put their nose up at the saxophone until like really jazz, until mm -hmm. like early jazz, the saxophone got this, it's still not a part of a lot of orchestras and symphonies. Because mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's uh, get that out of here. You know what I mean? And then some people picked it up and created a whole new style of music. That's a whole nother creation, jazz and, Black people, whoever created black people, you did it. Dope creation right there. That's a, that's a super dope creation. This that continues oh, that continues to create and continues. Oh, my boggles my mind. Boggles my mind. To influence. Yeah. I so first I just had to say God. I do want to make sure I slow I throw God in there. Um, because I am a creation. Mm -hmm. And someone my parents created me mm -hmm. and earth and the moon thank you moon like there's so many things happen happening in perfect 
order that I know that it itself is a creation. Mm -hmm. And someone, some, a thing created it. And I'm a part of that. And we are all capable of creation. As a byproduct of being related mm -hmm. to the ultimate creator. Mm -hmm. we, have, we have ultimate creator juice flowing through us. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. And it, it literally, the reason this ties it back to the beginning. I said at that moment, the whole purpose in me existing is to create. That's the whole purpose. I was thinking about this. Uh, this was weird as I was walking down the street uh, after looking at some of your questions. Did There's a question about did the chicken or the egg come first? And I want to scrap that question, but in that same sort of thing. Did the flower exist and then the hummingbird exist? In what way did an animal figure out how to get juice out of the flower that then became the hummingbird? You know what I mean? Mm. That is amazing. Like everything exists. And then there is something, there's an outside force that exists to manipulate or operate with that thing that exists mm. in a specific and almost perfect sort of way. Mm. Some, in order for that to happen, somebody got to have, there's something has to be orchestrated, you know what I mean? Something has, somebody, something has to be like, and do this and then do that. You so, know what I mean? It goes back, actually goes back to the jazz point where it's like, look, like the creative saxophone wasn't thinking about jazz. Creative, this is this is gonna be a saxophone. A player came and was like, "Oh, y'all been doing it like this. I'm gonna do, I'm it, gonna do a it like this. Different way. I'm gonna do I'm it go like this. I'm gonna go completely left from what y'all been doing. At first, y'all gonna be like, "What is this? This is dumb. That ain't how notes supposed to sound." But and now the whole world like, changed. Now, now everybody wanna do it. Like, oh, so this is the oh. sound now. But I, when I did it first, you was like, "Nah." But now, yeah. Uh, because yeah. somebody had the bravery to pick up a, something that was already created yeah. and create something on their own. And we can talk about that sort of evolution in every aspect about everything. Mm -hmm. uh, from basketball and sports to cars to swimming, uh, riding bikes. Bikes didn't exist at one point. You mm. know what I mean? Uh, computers, I'm talking to you through the air. Where are you? <laughs> you know what I mean? All of these things at once, at one time with somebody's thoughts and mm -hmm. now they exist. And that is what the creative process is. Um, and the better you are at focusing your attention on the subject matter that you want to create in, mm -hmm. will your ability to create uh, mature and blossom and and manifest in a way that you have desired. And that's what those 10,000 hours are about. There's no, there's no cheat code for 10,000 hours because the 10,000 hours isn't time, it's focused attention. 
And if you give those 10,000 hours to one thing, I'm gonna give you a thumbs up. It doesn't matter how you started, how the first hour was. It does not matter what the first hour started like, as long as you continue to apply. Focused. The focused attention for 10,000 hours. You hit, you hit, you, you, you talking good. You talking good on this podcast right here. So last two questions. Okay. <laughs> what have you always wanted to create, but haven't yet? And what's stopping you from doing it? I, this is what happened to me when I read the question the first time. Um, it's like there's like a thousand thoughts going through my mind. And they all kind of come back to music. Uh, and some of it is vocally. I think a lot of it is vocally. Uh, and the quick answer is I haven't given it 10,000 hours yet. Uh, and why not? And the thing that I've learned, the thing that New York taught me was time. Uh, time and desire. And um, I had yet to like to strengthen the fire under that desire. Mm. Uh, along with the time to do it. Um, and now that I've learned it, that's all, that's all I literally have to do is have time and uh, burning desire. And then, and then that's it. Uh, I think some of it is the self-talk around mm. it has been, I think in certain, I still have struggles in the self-talk part that as we talked earlier, help the creative process in a positive or negative way, they help the creative process. And I have some psychological uh, walls that I'm still climbing over, but I am climbing over these holes and I will have soon jumped over them. And I, I feel that coming and I'm very, I, it's, it's making me climb harder. Mm. of those of those psychological walls and boundaries um and and i'm applying a lot of focus in that area too mm. that's nice that's nice you're gonna you're gonna get there you're gonna you're because gonna, the momentum is what the momentum about. it's yeah. like once you start to go there you're like okay and once you're determined to get there there's no plan b it's like no the, the end result is I, I've read this. I've read this book. At the end, I win. Okay. <laughs> how do I get there? Like, how do I get there? At the end, I win. And you know what? I don't even care how. Matter of fact, matter of fact, after you know the end, you flip to the end of the book and it says everything was awesome. The end. Close the book. Don't read it. Mm -hmm. And just the whole time you're moving, go. It's gonna be awesome. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> it's gonna be awesome. You just have to do that. And even when it's sucking, in the middle of it sucking, you be you gotta be like, it's gonna be awesome. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be awesome. 
if you and and that is what I I think uh, is the struggle for most people, and I think I'm getting better at that. Um, and which also, as someone who continues to put himself online, it's also me knowing that the thing that I'm the most uncomfortable with, I need to go do that. Mm. Uh, and because that's probably the thing that's keeping me from getting over the wall. Mm. 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 That's and weird. it's always scary, and I never want to do it. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm with you. I'm with you, but you got to do it, and you're going to do it. And you're going to do it. Mm-hmm. I, I, I'm getting more comfortable at being uncomfortable. And I'm not comfortable at being uncomfortable, but my tolerance for it is massive. That's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Justin, yeah, yeah. man, you was talking good on this podcast. I appreciate you being I was a I'm excited about leader. being on it, brother. Thank you very yeah. much. Fantastic. Let the people know where they can find you, what you're working on. Uh, my name is Justin Jarrell. I live in LA. Um, I'm an actor. I'm an MC. I play the saxophone. I sing and I dance. Uh, I can move my body very well. Hit me up on Instagram at Jarrell6. Uh, two R's, two L's, two X's. Um, See me where they have fun, and let's go outside and play. All right. That's going to do it for this episode, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for listening. Be sure to like, share, and subscribe. And remember, as you go along in life, teach as you learn and inspire Hmm. as you do. Say that one more time for me, please. Teach as you learn. Teach as you learn. And inspire as you do. And inspire as you do. If If you fulfill that second line, that's a wrap. If you fulfill that second line, it's all over.